All right, this one is number nine, learning to be a better listener. This one actually doesn't have an analogy with it. It's more bullet point things to try. As always, this is advice to myself. Number one, make sure you're keeping yourself in a good condition so that you are able to be a whole person for others. This includes the things you do for your self-maintenance and the distracting influences that you avoid. If there are other relationships that upset you, throw you off balance, or get under your skin, then try not to engage in those any more than you have to, just in general, but particularly if you know you will need to be fully present in the immediate future. Number two, say when you're not able to be focused and present. If something's on your mind, you have to get off your chest before you can engage in that conversation. If you have a physical need you have to take care of before you can focus, you're hungry, you have to use the bathroom, you have a bad headache, or maybe there's an outside situation on your mind that's distracting you, such as a rough day at work or that errand you have to run before the place closes. It doesn't mean the conversation can't happen, but it gives you and the other person an idea of what to expect and an opportunity to have the conversation later if that's a better option. If you do decide to engage in the conversation then, be aware of your tendency to get distracted and tell the other person as soon as you notice that you have gotten off track or lost focus. It's better to clarify in the moment than to leave them and yourself with the false impression that you've heard and understood something you really didn't. Number three, don't multitask. If it's an important conversation where the details matter, whether those details are of a technical nature or more about the person's feelings or experience, then don't divide your attention. There's enough room for misunderstanding or missing subtleties without adding to the competition. As mentioned in the previous point, if there's something else pressing that you really need to be doing instead of having that conversation, that's fine, but say so. Don't say you're going to be available for that interaction if you already know that part of your brain has plans to be elsewhere. Number four, listen and pay attention well enough that you could explain what you talked about to someone else. I'm going to say that again. That's a goal that I'm working on right now. Listen and pay attention well enough that you could explain what you talked about to someone else. Listening for the gist or the highlights is not good enough. Listening in order to show the other person that you care or are there to validate their feelings by agreeing with them and mirroring their tone and facial expressions to show support is not enough. Pretend there's going to be a quiz. Listen for the details. Think about why this is important to the other person and how whatever it is that they're sharing fits into the larger context of that person you, that you know them to be and what's important to them. Number five, don't take things personally. This is a murky one, especially if it's a personal topic. Maybe the person that you're talking with is giving you feedback or disagreeing with you or directly criticizing you. Even then, the more objectively you can hear them, the more present you'll be able to be for them. That doesn't mean tune them out or disregard what they have to say. Instead, hear it as their very real and true experience. They're telling their truth. Your experience, your truth, is allowed to be different. 
if you take it personally, you'll likely get defensive, which is entirely distracting and makes it more difficult to listen to them. Listen like the purpose is to understand that person more deeply, not to save face. Incidentally, I'm writing this during a boring meeting. So blatantly not following the last piece of advice that I'm going to give, which is this. Practice these strategies as often as possible in the small and seemingly unimportant interactions so that they become more habitual in the more important interactions with the most important people in your life. Besides, sometimes those interactions or passing comments that seem small or unimportant turn out to be weighty and we don't know unless we're present for them. So practice those four things, making sure you're in a good place to listen, clearly telling the other person if you're not, not multitasking, listening clearly well enough, intently enough that you could explain it to someone else, not taking things personally, and then practicing this in all your interactions. Good luck.